Welcome to 2021 and welcome back to this week's episode of the periodical podcast that will cover the content in this week's periodical that I posted last year. (laughs) Just kidding. I released it this past week on Wednesday, December 30th. I just couldn't resist those jokes. As always, I'm your host, Kevin, along with my good friend and co-host, Tavazir. Hey there, everybody. Nearly six months ago, the Rare Petro team proposed that global oil demand would be approaching 100 million barrels per day by December 2020 and would return to pre-pandemic levels by the fourth quarter of 2021. So, how accurate were these lofty expectations? Well, let's get into it. The petroleum industry is at the heart of the global progress machine as hydrocarbons are the fuel for the global energy system. Unfortunately, the global pandemic upended all aspects of society and the oil and gas industry was no different. The coronavirus has caused massive global demand destruction for hydrocarbons, and recovery will occur at different rates through the various sectors of the economy. As economic recovery resumes, the demand for hydrocarbons will begin to rapidly rise and quickly surpass pre-pandemic levels. Oil and gas is used in almost every industry and creates countless products that ease the way of life. From gasoline to battery parts, modern society cannot function without hydrocarbons. The fuel needed to run economies will continue to be essential as the world begins to reopen and usher in a new age, but the breakdown in consumption may start to change. At the start of 2020, crude oil demand was at all-time highs, topping out at about 101 million barrels per day. This growth phenomena would have extended all the way back to 2006 if not for the Great Recession, which was a period of general decline observed in national economies globally between December of 2007 and June of 2009. While the scale and timing of the recession varied from country to country, it had a worldwide impact. Global oil demand declined for several years during this period, and a similar trend is beginning to develop as the world exits the current crisis. Levels for crude oil demand in the first half of 2020 are down significantly from the 2019 year-end highs, and lagging demand leaves hopes for a swift recovery off the table. In April, during the peak of the coronavirus pandemic, global oil demand was down nearly 22% from its record highs. According to June releases of the U.S. Energy Information Administration's Short-Term Energy Outlook, STEO, global oil demand reached 101.86 million barrels per day in December of 2019, but by April of 2020, that value had dropped to a mere 79.15 million barrels per day. The demand destruction was due to economies and societies worldwide completely shutting down to stop the spread of the virus. Travel restrictions, canceled events, and lockdown orders forced individuals to shelter in place for months causing global oil demand to plummet. Regardless of the global pandemic, many experts predict overall oil demand will rise into the foreseeable future until efficiency improvements in the transportation sector force an eventual plateau. While the timeline for a return to record high levels of oil demand remains uncertain, one fact is clear. Current society was built by hydrocarbons, and in order to maintain this progress, demand for oil and gas must continue to rise well into the future. The coronavirus has caused global demand destruction for hydrocarbon consumption, and recovery will occur at different rates throughout various sectors of the economy. Data shows world crude oil demand in the first quarter of 2020 declined by the largest volume in history, even exceeding declines during the 2009 financial crisis. As economic recovery resumes, the demand for hydrocarbons will begin to rise and, as predicted in July, will quickly surpass pre-pandemic levels. While the timeline has been delayed as a result of a second wave of lockdowns and sustained travel restrictions, The logic remains the same. People around the world will still need plastics for their daily activities, roads and vehicles to travel from place to place, goods and services created from and shipped with hydrocarbons, and other consumables derived from crude oil. Now, if you're sitting at a computer, it might be useful to pull up the periodical, but if not, I will do my best to describe 
basically a table that I created back in July of 2020 that shows Rare Petro, the EIA, and the IEA's demand predictions through 2021. Rare Petro estimated that global oil demand would surpass 2019 levels by the start of the fourth quarter 2021, meaning that in just one year, global oil demand will surpass levels experienced before the coronavirus. The timeline for this projection has been altered in the latest projections as a second wave of infections has hindered demand recovery. In July, initial projections by the IEA and EIA initially predicted demand would not return until year-end 2021. Although the Rare Petro team still believes demand will return quicker than most analytics firms, there are multiple reasons why demand recovery has been delayed. Demand is certainly returning, but it is taking significantly longer than expected. The culprit? A second wave of lockdowns that has kept global societies sheltering in place much longer than anticipated six months ago. The lion's share of global oil demand is used to fuel cars and trucks all over the world. More importantly, the global transportation sector alone currently accounts for upwards of 60% of global oil demand. With borders shut down and individuals forced to stay home as a second wave of the global pandemic wreaks havoc, it is no surprise global demand is struggling to recover. While the second wave did not wipe out as much demand as the first wave, it has certainly slowed recovery. Global analytics agencies like the EIA, IEA, and even super major oil and gas companies have made similar predictions to the Rare Petro team. The initial overall consensus estimated total energy demand would return to pre-crisis levels by late year-end 2021 or early 2022. Unfortunately, those statements had been adjusted, some significantly, like the International Energy Agency, who has projected total energy demand will return to pre-crisis levels by early 2023. In addition to lockdown orders shutting down borders and restricting travel on a global scale, another hindrance to demand quickly returning is the sudden shift away from combustion engines. More than 14 countries and over 20 cities around the world have proposed banning the sale of passenger vehicles, primarily cars and buses, powered by fossil fuels such as petrol, liquefied natural gas, and diesel at some point in the future. While the movement began long before the pandemic, the current crisis has shed more light on the situation. The stark drop in energy demand due to the coronavirus pandemic will remove some two and a half years worth of energy sector emissions between now and 2050, according to Bloomberg's NEF latest New Energy Outlook 2020. These findings have added fuel to the race against climate change and have encouraged global societies to take action. For instance, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed an executive order banning all in-state sales of gasoline-fueled vehicles by 2035 to help meet the state's zero-carbon goals and combat climate change fueling this summer's heat waves and wildfires back in September. A month later, the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection said that the state will need to phase out the internal combustion engine by 2035 to meet its climate goals, proving the focus on removing petroleum from the energy mix. Such actions have further delayed global petroleum demand recovery as the world recovers from current crisis. Luckily, there is light at the end of the tunnel with the release of a vaccine for the coronavirus. As COVID-19 vaccines roll out to limited groups of people across the United States, eligibility to receive shots following state vaccination plans may not be clear-cut while supplies remain limited, according to public health and policy experts. In Phase 1A of the vaccine rollout, healthcare workers and residents of long-term care facilities are prioritized, easy groups to reach because they're in distinct locations. During the next phase, people 75 and older and frontline essential workers should be prioritized, according to recommendations from the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices. After that, Phase 1C will include people 65 to 74 and people 16 to 64 who have high-risk medical conditions, along with other essential workers. 
Federal officials with Operation Warp Speed hope that about 50 million people will have received their first of two shots of a COVID-19 vaccine by the end of January, and Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar has said the government should have enough supply so that every American who wants a vaccine can get it by summer of 2021. Does that mean life will go back to normal in the next six months? Well, certainly not, but it is a step in the right direction for demand recovery. So basically what we're trying to highlight here is that six months ago, things were looking good. I mean, think back to July, Tavis. You know, it was after the 4th of July weekend. You know, people were nervous there was going to be a huge spike in infections because of public gatherings. But since people were really doing their due diligence to to keep masks on, to keep people away from each other, we were seeing um, that things were starting to slowly open back up, you know. Dining was at, at limited capacity, but it, it was starting to grow. And all these things were, you know, we were phasing back into, quote, kind of going back to normal. Um, but as the winter months progressed and, and cases started coming back up, we kind of did this 180 on the direction we were headed. So instead of returning to pre-pandemic levels, as we expected by, you know, the end of or even the fourth quarter of 2021, which is, yeah, granted, still about a year away we're now predicting that that timeline is going to be extended. The decade's start has been quite the whirlwind. The year began bumpy with Australian wildfires, threats of war following military actions, and the impeachment trials for the President of the United States. Then things became really crazy with the emergence of the pandemic shutting down societies and economies worldwide. As the world continues to recover, rebuild, and reopen, a new age will be ushered in, post-pandemic normal. As this new normal begins to reveal itself, it brings with it global petroleum demand. The EIA estimates that the world consumed 95.6 million barrels of petroleum and liquid fuels each day in early November, which was down 6.3 million barrels per day from November of 2019, but up from the third quarter average of 93.5 million barrels per day. Furthermore, the EIA forecasts that the global consumption of petroleum and liquid fuels will average 92.4 million for all of 2020, which is down by 8.8 million from 2019, before increasing by 5.8 million in 2021. What does this mean? Global demand for oil and gas is returning, it's just taking significantly longer than everyone originally anticipated. So this is another spot where checking out the periodical online would be helpful as it has a table showing an updated estimate for demand through 2021 and a change in anticipated consumption from the July 2020 estimates. So what I really want to highlight is here at Rare Petro, we do believe that global demand will top 100 million barrels per day by December 2021, but that's not quite going to get us back to that 101 experienced in the fourth quarter of 2019. Now, granted, Analytics firms like the EIA have very similar estimates. They think that demand is going to be about 100.4 million barrels per day by December 2021, and the 2021 average is going to be about 98.2, whereas we think it's going to be closer to 99. Again, we'll keep you guys updated on what these numbers actually look like. Estimates show increased petrochemical demand for the fabrication of plastics and protective masks, continued need for construction materials to build houses and maintain roads, and neutral growth in personal transportation overall. While the transportation sector seems to be the main culprit for hindered demand recovery, the IEA does expect demand for both gasoline and diesel to return to 97 to 99% of its 2019 levels in 2021. It appears that the decreases in air and bus travel will be more than offset by an increase in personal vehicle usage, regardless of new combustion engine mandates. In addition, increased freight transportation highlighted by large jumps in trucking fuel consumption is also expected. Although the percentage weights have been changed in the various segments before and after COVID, overall consumption volume seems to be larger. 
While these values are only estimates, they are based on research and data to create a representation of how domestic hydrocarbon consumption will likely look for the foreseeable future. So with these numbers, I mean, yeah, maybe Rare Petro is a little bit more aggressive, but it's really only a spread of about maximum a million and a half barrels per day from other agencies' estimates. So good job, Kevin. <laughs> Appreciate that. Well done. When predicting global oil demand, one must look at the big picture. It is easy to recognize that developed countries who represent 80% of world trade and investments, like members of the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, will slow their hydrocarbon consumption in the future from increased usage efficiencies. The story for developing countries will be quite different. Of the predicted 140 million barrels of day daily demanded needed in the year 2040 as predicted by Statista, developing countries are expected to account for nearly 67 million barrels per day of demand, or almost 50%. OECD nations will account for a total of 38.7 million barrels per day, a little under a third, and the 14-member organizations of petroleum exporting countries is projected to demand 12.3 million barrels of oil per day, or about 9%. The remaining 22 million barrels, 15%, of global demand will be consumed by other developing countries. This data indicates that most of the demand growth will come from developing countries, while the steady need for hydrocarbons will be maintained throughout the developed world before an eventual decline in OECD countries. Oil and gas are used in almost every industry and create countless products which have an enormous impact on modern daily life. From gasoline to Tupperware, the world cannot function without hydrocarbons, and they will continue to play a significant role in the global energy system. The bottom line? Once the world recovers from this pandemic, a high demand for hydrocarbons will continue to fuel the human race. Progress may have been temporarily slowed, but human resilience will manifest from these trying times to build a better post-COVID society. And that is the end of this episode. Uh, like Kevin said, that was the last periodical we recorded back in 2020. So start of a new year. Again, subscribe to this podcast. Follow us on whatever platform you're listening to and LinkedIn as well. You can go to the website at rarepetro.com to find a whole lot more materials and hey let's make 2021 even bigger and better than 2020 happy new year 